well, this is it. Season six of The Hills, which marks the final season of the entire series. And yes, it is just as lame as you thought it would be. And it's just as lame as you remember. But we'll go ahead, we'll dive in, we'll talk about it, we'll break down all the exciting things, including Heidi's big plastic surgery reveal, to Spencer and Heidi basically getting kicked out of everybody's life. It's it's kind of crazy. There are a couple of nuggets that we discuss that happen behind the scenes, and then just give our opinions about what's going to happen next season. Though I will say that at the time of recording this this intro, I'm a little bit more excited about the series, uh, the new beginnings, more than I was during the recap of all of it. And I think that just kind of helps that I have started to hardcore stan Ashley Waller, who is Jason Waller's wife, and also Jason Waller for that matter. Don't want to leave them out. They are a good pair, I feel like. So... Anyway, here is season six with our discussion about the new beginnings, which comes out Monday. About the stupid drug allegations against Kristen, wasn't it like, didn't they offer, didn't MTV offer somebody an Hermes bag or something, right, to bring this up? I think it was low. I think it was a Birkin bag. Yeah, which is Hermes, but. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, Hermes Hermes makes the Birkin bag, so I think. And I wanted to, like, I'm curious to, I think I read that nobody actually got the bag, though. Because, like, Lowe was the one that brought it up. So I just figured. It was Lowe because they really made it seem like Stephanie was the one that did it. We'll get to that because uh, that's very important. And now I need to, I want to do, like, more research on this because, yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so it starts off with everybody talking about Heidi's plastic surgery because between the airing of the new episode and like in between seasons five and six, there had been news that Heidi got all of these surgeries done. And so whenever they introduced the first season or the first episode of the season, they talk about how, you know, you hear that Heidi got all of these, got all of these surgeries and you don't see her face. It's like the nanny from Muppet Babies. Like (laughs) you don't see her face. And Spencer's in the background and he's saying, hey, like you guys are, uh, hey, you probably shouldn't go. And she's like, well, my mom hasn't seen me since the surgery and I really want to see her. And he's like, I just think it's a really bad idea right now, which it was, but it was a really Mm -hmm. good idea for you to go. And she insists on going. I just like, I keep thinking about Lo and Stephanie sitting at the table when they're talking about it. And they're like, I heard she got all this way. And like, like Lo is listing all of it. And she's like going down the list really quickly. And then she's like, butt job. And then Stephanie's like, butt job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> when she was like that job <laughs> i'm just like like this whole list of stuff she's had done is like crazy well today's your lucky day so i'm about to this is what i was oh my god about. you have a full list and this is what i'm looking at uh, oh my god like to get all of that done in like one day or whatever it was is, is nuts it's it's it has to be illegal like 
well, some rules had to be broken. But let me let's, let's all be real. Go. Where did she get that surgery done? Do we even know that? Did she, she go out of the it, country? No, she got it done in L.A. Because I remember they showed the doctor well, who did it. But it wasn't Terry Dubrow or Doctor Nassa from Botched? I can tell you, they would have. They would never. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> <I do too. laughs> okay, so here's a list. Here's a list of everything she got. Oh God! A nose job revision. So, you know, the last yeah. nose which job. We already knew she had gotten a nose job done. Right, before. which was fine. That's why I yeah. said that Heidi's like, face. She looked good before she took it to this whole other level. Yeah, it was like seasons. Season three, Heidi was the best looking Heidi because it was definitely a glow up, but it was very subtle. She looks pretty. Like mm-hmm. she didn't need anymore. Okay. Right. A chin reduction, meaning they shaved her chin down. Fat injections in her cheeks and her lips. I would just like to thank God that that is not an issue. Um, yeah, breast, augmenta- <laughs> breast augmentation revision to triple Ds. Liposuction in her waist and thighs. Her ears pinned back. Butt augmentation or a butt lip and neck liposuction. Did she really need neck no. This girl was skinny. Like, I'm not here to criticize whether, like, somebody's decision to get plastic surgery. If you think this is going to make you happy, then that's one thing. But I also, I feel like what she did was so excessive to the point where she probably had something else going on. Yeah. And she was getting all these surgeries to try to make up for it. And I get that I'm sure living in Hollywood is very, puts a lot of pressure on you to look a certain way. Yeah, sure. To go and get a boob job is one thing. To get a a nose job is one thing. But to go and get 500 million surgeries in one day in, in such a short time, like it doesn't make sense. Like she just drastically altered herself to the point where clearly something wasn't right, in my opinion. Yeah. Not that I'm to diagnose somebody but it just doesn't seem like something was right in her mind to feel that she needed to have all of that done well and the thing is is like jesus the thing is with plastic surgery i'm very pro do you you know if you don't like your breast and you want them bigger or smaller get them bigger or smaller if you want liposuction get the liposuction but like where is the fine line where the doctor steps in and says, okay, I think you're doing way too much. There's or like, maybe go see someone. Cause this is now body dysmorphia right. versus like, Oh, I've always wanted to have bigger boobs or I've always wanted to have smaller boobs or I've always wanted to correct my nose since I was younger, which is why the consultation should be, you mm-hmm. know, them talking to you and saying, okay, so tell me about, you know, what's going on. What are you, you know, what are you looking to get done? Um, I think the idea, I mean, there's, I have a lot of, a lot, a lot of issues when it comes to trying to get a nose job and all that stuff, because it's based off of one perception of beauty. Like I, I I will not have a European nose because I'm not Europe, like I'm not full bodied European, you know, like I'm I'm black, I'm African, you know, I have African roots, so it's going to reflect my ancestors. So trying to get a nose that's super, you know, European like isn't going to make sense for my face mm-hmm. at the same time I know that Kelly Rowland got a nose job from Destiny Child she got a nose job and it looks it looks fine like she looks she looks fine I mean it's obvious that she got it but she did what she wanted to do and she got it fixed and it 
and I've seen her in person. She she's freaking gorgeous. Like she looks like a freaking Barbie doll. And not in the way that Heidi was trying to be. It's just kind of a natural Barbie doll. But, <laughs> you know, so I, I understand if you have things that you want to get tweaked or fixed or whatever else, you're in your body, you have to live it. But this was so much. And I can't even, I'm not going to even fault Spencer because she can't, I mean, at the end of the day, she was probably just going to do it anyway. You right. know, like, it's, it's not like Spencer was like, you are ugly, you need to go do this. I think that he would have been fine either way. So I'm not even putting that on him. It's just so much. And the fact that it was done at once, like it was just, she said she almost died too, which, yeah, because that's, that's so many invasive surgeries. I don't get it. It's sad. Like it's, I joke about Heidi's face and I know I'm going to laugh when we talk about her mom. It's kind of funny, (laughs) but it's, it's actually really sad that it's like, you don't see, like you never saw how pretty you were. Right before all of this stuff happened. I I mean, she didn't need anything done. Like, she looked fine season one, but I understand the pressures that she probably felt being in Hollywood, and these may have been issues that have just always been something for her. Yeah. For teen years. I don't think Spencer ever pressured her to do anything. I do agree that it's something that she would have done either way. But it also didn't really seem like he tried to talk her out of it because he's like, you look great. And and he refers to her as like Heidi 10.0 and like whatever. I just. I think, I mean, I can put put my dislike for Spencer aside. I think to play devil's advocate with it, I think she had gone through so much that I don't think that saying, I can't believe you would do that. You looked better before, blah, blah, blah. However, his personal feelings were. I think also, and we'll see later, that Heidi didn't really have a lot of support Mm -hmm. for her getting the surgery. So he wanted to, if him saying that Heidi 10.0 will help her feel better and help her feel good, I think he was just catering to Heidi. And I think that maybe that's why he said that. So I can kind of understand. If anything, Spencer is not terrible to Heidi. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's a weird thing. It's it's like, I don't, I don't care for you from what I've seen on the show, but you're not a terrible husband to her and you're not a terrible parent from what I've seen and stuff. So, and there's definitely, there are definitely worse people on reality TV, David Eason from Team Mom, that, oh my God, that, you know, are 10 times worse than you are. So... I think to me, it's just, I wish somebody had stepped in and, yeah. and stopped her and said something. Yeah. And because it definitely, I agree that it seemed like it may have been a case of body dysmorphia to like, look at yourself and think that you needed all of that. And then there, the doctor I, was like, yeah, sure. Because of course he was getting the money from it at the right. end. Right. And I know that there's a difference between a cosmetic surgeon and a plastic surgeon, excuse me, that, um, I think cosmetic surgery, you just have to be certified where plastic surgery, you actually have to like go to school and like have to go through medical training to, to do it. Um, I'm not for sure if he was a cosmetic surgeon or a plastic surgeon. So that's also kind of one of those things. I just, honey, like I'm looking at the before and after pictures on, on Starcasm because they pulled the clip from uh, People magazine. And she just looks so, she looks so much better before. Like her face, she was just so pretty. It was like she grew, she was already a Hollywood beauty. It's, you know, it, right. it's sad. 
Um, so anyway, so they're talking and of course the, they show her finally getting to LA, um, getting to Colorado to see her mom and she's with Holly and Holly, um, and, and Dar- Miss Darlene is sitting on the couch and she's looking at Heidi and she's, cr- she's trying to hold it together. Um, and we see her face and it, it really is. I, I will say that as an asshole of a 20 something year old, I laughed. I think now talking about it, it's actually just more sad. Even though I'm yeah. probably about to laugh again and I'm sorry in advance. It's just- because it was so obvious that her mother was just hurt by this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And to sit there and like her mother's looking at her and just, it's almost like you don't even know this person. Yeah. To have your child walk in the door after she's just had a, a bazillion surgeries and you have no idea what she's going to look like. Yeah. Right? I mean, to then have her sit down and the person that you once used to see, like that face is gone. And that's your child. Right. Like, like I can only imagine again I don't have kids right now but I can only imagine if I had like my friends kids who I'm I they're my cuties they're so cute like if she grew if they grew up and they just like completely did all this like plastic surgery on their face I would be like what why like I would be so hurt I would be so sad to know that they like hated all the stuff about them that like is so beautiful I don't I don't know and I think also as a parent like I I don't have kids either but I think as a parent you might also wonder like was there something that I could have done to maybe make you feel better like obviously the parents don't control how you come out looking yeah you know I just feel like she very well could have been in this position where she felt like maybe there was something she could have done to stop Heidi from feeling like she needed all of that and I don't know. I just, I do think parents kind of put a lot on themselves and feel like they, they could change things. Yeah. I'm sure she would have done it either way. It wouldn't matter what Darlene said, but I mean, I do think that if she wasn't living in Hollywood, she probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I definitely think that too. I just um, think there's a lot of pressure and she's on a TV show. And I mean, we were talking about a different time where like we really weren't on social media like we are now yeah it kind of breaks my heart every time I go on social media and just see how nasty people are to different celebrities like comments you know on their looks and different things like do you really need to be that way and I feel like things like that definitely stir shit up for people but I mean and who knows like if there were maybe comments online in different gossip sites or something where that maybe Heidi felt pressured to do something because of what people might have been saying about her. I don't know. Because I wasn't really reading gossip sites back then. I don't think. I mean, I guess I was reading Perez Hilton or something, but I don't know if people were criticizing her to a level that maybe that could have influenced her decision to get a bunch of surgery. I don't, I don't think so. I do think that she felt, okay, none of us just kind of prophesying here. None of us are, are any kind of psychiatrist or psychologist. We are just, talking and guessing um i i do wonder because i remember stephanie mentioning that she developed an eating disorder when she was on the hills because Mm -hmm. she felt pressured to be as skinny as lauren which is very interesting to me because i don't think lauren was lauren by no means is fat i don't think lauren was like skinny like i don't does that mean she was very she was definitely fit but i but stephanie wasn't any it wasn't any bigger. I think Stephanie was 
smaller than Lauren, but maybe I looked at them and felt like they were the same size. Like the only person I really felt the difference was with Whitney, but that was because Whitney is taller. Yeah. And and she definitely seems slimmer because of her height. Yeah. But I mean, they were all thin girls. They, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't. So I'm, I'm, and I'm by no means, am I putting that pressure on Lauren? I'm not like, Oh, it's Lauren's fault. But I think if she thought that like, people were saying that Lauren was so pretty. And so, and Heidi already had some complexes with herself and then she's in LA. And so she felt like she had to look a certain way as well. Um, I know that she mentioned when she was talking to her mom that she's always wanted to have bigger breasts and she would always stuff her bra, which I'm like, yeah. I mean, mean, okay. So I only got a chance to stuff my bra for like two months and then, (laughs) and then the universe was like, here you go. And so there's that. I feel like I'm probably like one of the few girls that never did that. I mean, not that I, I I didn't need to, but I don't know, I guess like my friends and I weren't doing that, but I mean, it was a common thing for girls to do. It's definitely something for people to feel and that people feel insecure about. So I totally understand that. You just think with everything that she did, it was just a lot. Yeah. And not only that, but then she's sitting there with her mom and I don't remember what exactly her mom said about her breasts, but Heidi was like, well, I actually wanted them to be bigger, but they couldn't fit them in. I wanted H for Heidi. Yeah. I think and she, that, that's yeah. just, that's crossing a line. It, it is. And she, as she has had, she was 23 at the time. So you're still growing into like your looks. She's 23 at the time and she had 12 plastic surgeries, which is insane. Like it's, 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 it's insane. Um, I do remember kind of going back to stuffing your bra thing. I went from doing that to, did you ever see now and then the movie? (gasps) Oh my God, you have to watch Now and Then. It's supposed to be, people have equated it to like the female version of Stand By Me, like one of those coming of age type of movies. It has Christina Ritchie and Rosie O'Donnell, who plays like the older Christina Ritchie. So they go back and forth. Demi Moore's in it. Uh, Thor Birch, if you watched like, God, there's a movie that she did when she was a lot younger. She was also in like American Beauty. Anyway, the point is Rita Wilson's in it and uh, Melanie Griffith's like fourth face is in it. She's had a, it's not my fault. <laughs> I had a lot of surgeries, okay? Anyway, um, so, so anyway, Christina Ritchie's character, Roberta, is a tomboy through and through and she develops early and right before she goes and plays with her friends like you see her like taping her or like bandaging her breasts together and she was like these things will not stop growing <laughs> and after I saw her do that I was like I need to start taping mine down too. I hate like I don't like them I was in dance you have to like I had to wear I was in drill team so I had to do like a lot of jump splits there's a lot of kicking so there's a lot of prep and jump and I had to wear like six it's not worth it y'all it's not worth getting it okay like the summertime you have to wear a bra and it's hot and I'm in Texas so it's like real hot and like nobody wants to put on like extra shirts (laughs) like I'm like Look, girl, my boobs aren't even that big, but I still get boob sweat. My mom's like, what the hell is boob sweat? Like, she doesn't, she doesn't understand my sweat. Like, I just feel, like, so much gratitude when I 
come across somebody else who understands the struggles of boob sweat. Oh, honey, like, it's been a thing. Like, I don't know what it's not like. Like, I'm, I just expect it. I have it. I've had it my entire <laughs> life. I, like, I swear after I have kids, I'm getting a reduction because it, it's over. I'm getting a lift and a reduction. I'm not, mm-mm not dealing with it um anyway sorry that was a huge tangent (laughs) back to Heidi's plastic surgery she had all these things done and and then her mom then she's like talking to her mom and she goes well do I look good and okay I'm sorry sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry okay so she goes do I look good and her mom is looking at her and she was like I think you should rephrase the question. And she was like, no, do I look good? And she goes, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not Catholic, but I'm so sorry. I just did the whole Hail Mary thing, all of them. I'm so sorry. And her mom goes, I, you know, if you're asking me if I think you looked better before, then yes, I do. And I was like, ma'am <laughs> like your mama thinks you're ugly I mean that's basically what she said but she was so nice about it like she was real nice because I remember watching this with my mom and my mom was like your mama is saying that you look bad and I was like oh my god <laughs> I was like would you say that to me she goes if you got all that shit done yeah <laughs> oh my gosh oh god that was one of those I remember where I was when this happened type of clips um so they go out to eat and she like can't really chew she can only take little bitty bites and so her mom's trying to make light of the situation and like well maybe we can see if they can put your burger or your steak in a blender so you can eat it and like her Heidi's feelings are so hurt and she was like, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to make light of the situation but like I still think you're like the same beautiful blah 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 girl that you know smart intelligent outgoing whatever she's trying to make it right it just didn't work out that well they end up leaving and then it go back to they go back to LA (laughs) meanwhile the girls plan a trip to Miami and Stephanie is very hesitant because she's like Kristen like she's like is Kristen going and Lo's like well Kristen is our friend like way to try to convince us Lo um and they get to Miami and they are partying and stuff. And then they start having this dialogue about how Kristen is partying so much. Wasn't it my uh, uh, Super Bowl weekend or something? Like, yeah, they're there for the Super Bowl. And they start talking about how like Kristen is partying so much and blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean. Because there was one point where they were like all waiting for Kristen to come back and they were supposed to go out together. Yeah. And then Kristen was out partying without them. And, but like, it was just, it was just kind of random. It didn't really make any sense to me. Yeah, it, it, it was, it came out of nowhere. It was literally, it, it was, it was dumb. It was, it was very dumb. I was like, this doesn't even make sense. And they get ready to go back to, uh, they get ready to go back to LA and Kristen, like, she's still in bed. Is everyone yeah. getting ready to leave? Yeah, like the planes are about to. They have to like go for the airport very soon. Um, 
and she has her sunglasses on and there are these random people did you notice that there were like random people like sleeping in her bed yeah I, I was, saw like, that and then they like just left and I was like I'm sorry who are you what's going on here and then they start talking about um and then they like Kristen's getting ready and they're like talking about her behind her back quote unquote quietly but it's obvious <laughs> that room. right but it's obvious that Kristen can hear her and she like addresses that she is like you know if you're gonna say something like I'm right here I can hear everything you're saying and so Stephanie's like we're just like what's what's wrong with you <laughs> Stephanie bless her heart she was just blunt she that girl has no filter um and Lo is trying to like play it down and play it off and it, it didn't work out Audrina kind of said something I can't remember but I don't feel like she really was as into yeah the like Lo was argument. the one who finally came out and said it that people think you're doing drugs yeah so I guess that is the tip to think that to think that Lo was the one that was being bribed with the yeah this bag and not Stephanie because that would also make sense too because Stephanie could afford one if she wanted one considering how rich her parents allegedly are and how like the fact that she comes from money true although would her parents have spent like twenty thousand dollars plus on a handbag for you know plus she had just gotten the DUI so I think she probably I I don't know it always kind of made it seem like she had a bit of a strange relationship with her family so oh it's strange it's like a very one percent like yeah money can't fix these problems kind of strange from her podcast that's that's all i'm saying um so they get back to la and there's a party that's happening at kristen's house that she's renting i guess or she's buying or something um and there they invite uh spencer and heidi and Kristen's talking to Brody about the whole thing. And Brody's just like, you know, they're just jealous that, um, they're just jealous that you had a good time. And so then they wanted to spread rumors. But before that, Kristen goes, goes to Audrina's house and is like, hey, uh, cause all of a sudden they're cool. They're friends. Yeah. Like there was no explanation. <laughs> all of a sudden they're fine. And then we don't want to hear any more about the drug rumors after this. It was just like issues that were like two episodes ago are just not, yeah. you know, they disappear so quickly. Yeah. So they're talking about, they first they were talking about Ryan, her new boyfriend, Ryan, who happens to be teen crush for a smooth 30 seconds, Ryan Cabrera. And I mean, if you like, if you total the time of, in terms of celebrity crushes, like depending on who yours was, like mine lasted a good bit. Like mine will last years. Yeah. Maybe one of mine is still ongoing. That's (laughs) nobody's business. Anyway. (laughs) No, I totally had a crush on Ryan Cabrera. Like when we were introduced to him on Ashley Simpson's show, I was all about that i bought his cds i saw him in concert he played at the mall on like his first tour or whatever it was it was like totally chill you didn't buy a ticket you just went and stood there and watched yes yes exactly i was listening actually i think we were talking about ryan career before and so after our talk or whatever i actually went back and listened to some of his songs like and i was just like oh yeah i did like this song oh you like it was funny how like i could remember the words i still can't listen. yeah i still remember the words i still can't listen to true though and i it's not that like it's attached to anything 
I think it's just too sappy for me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it's cute, but I'm like, I can't, I can't deal with, I can't deal with this right now. Like, I, I don't want to be in my feelings like that. So I just don't, I like skip track three. <laughs> nope. Um, but the song Shame on Me is like, is very scandalous and like, but I like it. Anyway, so Adriana's was dating Ryan Cabrera and um, so they're talking about that and then they go to... So Kristen and Bro- uh, Kristen's talking to Brody and he's making drinks and he was like, oh, should I be making you a drink, Miss Alcoholic, blah, blah, blah. And so Brody's really convinced that Stephanie started this rumor about, uh, about Kristen's drug use and it's gotten back to Laguna as it does. Uh, and her friends and everyone are concerned about it, even though Stephanie's like, I, like, I didn't start it. Um, I'm trying to remember... I can't remember. There was at one point that Stephanie and Kristen talked. No, 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 no. That's later. That's later. Anyway, um, so Stephanie goes and she's trying to talk to her brother because of her DUI. And Spencer is just, like, he's just mad. And she, like, she says hi to, she says hi to Heidi and Heidi says hi back. And then she tries to talk to Spencer and he's just kind of, uh, about it and he was like he lost his damn mind like and he's wearing all these crystals and stuff and I'm like this is why I'm not buying crystals from Pratt Daddy listen the way that he acted in season six I don't want them crystals in my house um uh-uh. I mean wasn't there a point when he said like this one's supposed to calm you down or something and he's like like whoever he was with was like like you're not calm like yeah it was Charlie he was like yeah, it was Charlie not- and he was like that's why I got a hundred of these crystals on me right now and Charlie's like well they're not working take I them mean- off you need to go oh, to go to like a Scientology building or something <laughs> And I don't rock Scientology like that, but I will tell you something. Elizabeth Moss needs to be your Scientology spokesperson, people of Scientology, because you don't know that she's Scientologist until you Google her. And then like, you're like, cause you know, the hands may tell and stuff. So I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, she's Scientologist? Dang, she keeps that under wraps. Like, I'm proud of her. You know, she's not like the Tom Cruise jumping on a couch and acting crazy. So I'm just, oh my God. right? You so, will never live that down. <laughs> ever. I think that's, I mean- that's it. <laughs> that's when you say Tom Cruise, I think that's immediately what everybody thinks. And that's sad because at first it was Mission Impossible and Top Gun. Yeah. And jo- Jerry Maguire. Oh, there you go. I have got some Tom Cruise knowledge on me. Anyway, um, and so they eventually leave. And yeah, this is when she tells she tells Audrina and Kristen, like, she has, like, H's for Heidi. She wants to get H's for Heidi, and they're just like, oh my gosh. And Brody is cracking. Brody is cracking up. They saw her, and <laughs> they just started. Him and Frankie were cracking up. I love how the Wikipedia page says Heidi reveals her surgically enhanced new self to her horrible <laughs> friend. And the audience. Like, I genuinely think that they were just like, what were you thinking? I mean, it's so tragic because again, we're not gonna. I don't, we don't need to go back into it again. But like, she was so pretty. Like, she didn't need to have all of that. It's so sad. Um, and so, and so, yeah. So then, Kristen. So Kristen and Audrina talk about Ryan again, and she's kind of like, you know, 
maybe you should make this commitment to to Ryan and Audrina's on the fence about it. She's scared. She's not. She is. Um, and then Kristen, and at this time too, like Brody has a crush on Audrina. Yeah. So I almost feel like was Kristen talking to Audrina and saying you should really commit to Ryan. You should take it to the next level, like to get her away from Brody maybe but also ryan from what i read ryan and audrina were dating before the show started Uh. yeah because you know like with all the justin stuff that was going on i remember when audrina and kristen were supposed to be fighting over justin audrina had said that she didn't really care it was just an act for the show because she was actually dating somebody else yeah so uh, yeah see it's so hard to try to put those because it's like so many lies everywhere yeah so who knows but i mean um, it almost seemed like they i don't know maybe the way that the show kind of portrayed it, it was that ryan and audrina weren't like super serious just yet yeah so having that conversation with Kristen, where she's saying that she should really commit to him it's almost like maybe they kind of wanted it to seem like she's trying to push that relationship so she doesn't have to worry about Audrina interfering with her and Brody or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of how I was thinking of it. That's yeah. That's yeah. So they're talking and um, there's a birthday party for Enzo because I would be throwing a birthday party for my neighbor's child as well. It makes so much sense. And he is talking about like when he went home, when Heidi went home and they're sitting outside and he's talking about how like Heidi and I hate this is excuse me anybody that's about to, that's listening to this that might be triggered just understand that I hate this correlation as well I'm just quoting him so he says how how Heidi's mom just verbally raped her sorry just verbally raped her with like every crevice of her body to talk down to talk bad about how bad Heidi looked and that Heidi is Heidi's mom isn't God or Jesus Christ she is just a vagina that brought Heidi into this world and Holly is like horrified as we all are and Brody's like oh my like Jesus um this was I mean look if you if you can't dislike Spencer more here it is you know like here it is I'm not saying and Holly was like look she probably didn't go about it the best way but like that's my mom like and that's your mother-in-law and then he was talking about he said son kept saying something else and then Jesus gets brought in again and I'm like Jesus has other things to do than worry about the hills like (laughs) please let him go off and do something else um and, and so then they get into a fight and then it just kind of turns out that Heidi and Heidi and and Holly don't have a relationship anymore like they can't talk to each other because he doesn't even have her number or she doesn't even have her number and like all they do is um all she does is read books write poetry and she says off the internet she is locked outside of the matrix or inside of the matrix Something with the Matrix. I don't know. Crazy ass. <laughs> I don't know anything about the Matrix. I was like, I, I mean, I saw the Matrix, but I'm like, I don't get this. 
I don't get the, the I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know because I've seen The Matrix once. An ex-boyfriend made me watch it. And in turn, I made him watch Bobby's World from the 90s. <laughs> I love Bobby's World. He was just like, what is this? <laughs> he was like, he was a little bit older than me. So he didn't know what Bobby's World was. So I was like, if you're going to make me watch The Matrix, which I have no interest in, I'm going to make you watch Bobby's World. Because I had recently purchased it on DVD. Um, Bobby's role is amazing. <laughs> I think it's on YouTube now. So nice. So, I'm gonna have to watch more of it. Yes. I need but, to also watch S Club Seven. We'll go oh into that. Oh my god. Oh. I like continuously listen to them to this day. They need the money, child. So yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Maybe they should have a reboot. They should have S Club Seven New Beginnings. Throwing that Maybe. out there. I mean, a popular YouTuber actually just had them perform at her birthday party earlier this year. What? I don't know if you're friend if you if you're familiar with uh, Zoe or I guess her channel was like Zoella, um, but Zoe Sug she had them at her birthday party. So they're still around and they still perform somewhere from time to time. So I wonder how much that is. It can't I be too no much. Idea. I'm just being honest. It can't be too <laughs> much. It's not like I'm asking for One Direction. You know, <laughs> which I would love for Harry Styles to perform at my birthday party. I mean, I would totally be down for that. He can perform it at the bachelorette party that we have. <laughs> <laughs> bachelorette party is going to be amazing. <laughs> We've got like massages and Harry Styles. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's perfect to me. Actually, a lot of my friends would like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know my friends would be like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> And then there would be people I know that'd be like, why didn't you invite me? <laughs> okay. I got plans. <laughs> I got to I got to think this through now. <laughs> um, so yes. So he's, he's, he just starts yelling at Holly and just talking about the mom and it's so gross. It's so disgusting. And then they're like, the Bible says to, you know, you guys are always preaching and stuff. And the Bible says to honor thy mother and thy father, which I have an issue with that verse too, but that's not for this podcast. Um, <laughs> but it's nuts. It's crazy. So they end up going to a club one night and they are, which is a surprise to everyone because they've really isolated themselves. And um oh before that though before they go to the club he's talking to charlie and charlie is telling him again like to calm down and everything that the crystals aren't working and he's talking about stephanie and was like i oh, know this is at the at the party but anyway he says a lot of really mean stuff to stephanie i'm sorry i can't keep up because it's just yeah. so much i mean he just became point, really unhinged all of a sudden yeah it was crazy and like at one point he like said that stephanie was the the his parent his mom was trying to hand stephanie over to spencer and he was like oh get it away from me because like he hasn't seen a birth certificate to know if he's if she's really his sister and like just it was just mean like it was just so damn mean and this is why i stay stay with stephanie i want to be the friend that tells her the truth about herself but out of love because she don't get that you know like she there is not to keep going off on the on the Pratt cast but there's an episode of the Pratt cast where she talks about she has this partnership with Pepsi that in the commercials will air yeah. during the hills it's like that their summer promo and so she's talking about it and she's super excited and she's like people like 
people like Britney and like Beyonce get this. And it, I knew she wasn't comparing herself to Britney and Beyonce, but she was just like, it's crazy that like she has this. And so one of the people on her podcast, not, not Wells Adams, but the other girl, I think her name's Amy. She was like, she, it was almost like she like bursted her bubble about, you know, being excited about it and I'm like she don't have a lot of things to be excited about right now and Pepsi is a huge deal no matter what the what the context of the promo is let the girl be excited she I right. want her happy you know like that's all I want I root for her happiness day <laughs> so anyway and it's you just can kind of tell that she's always trying to get approval from like Spencer and her parents because she has messed up in the past and it is what it I mean it's unfortunate like it is what it is but it you know like let a person be happy anyway um and then charlie even kind of charlie basically chimes in and tells him like you've lost it you've lost your mind they go to a club and well he goes to a club and it's just spencer because Audrina at one point asked where Heidi was and he just like he's like you are the you're the most pathetic person in this town and blah 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 and she's like um okay and then Brody was like don't yell at her like that you have no reason to yell at her like that and he tries to get into a fight with Brody and he's like you know what dude I'm out of here I'm out of here so him and Kristen everybody pretty much leave and then they hang out another, don't they hang out another night and they start like, or is this yeah. the I mean, I don't know. There is a night where Heidi and Spencer are at the club and the rest of the group is there as well. And they're talking about crystals because mm -hmm. Kristen is sitting over at the table with them. But I think everybody else is separated. And I remember Heidi's like, and this crystal is great for protection if you're in a war. Mm -hmm. And I'm like thinking, yeah, because uh, Chris, Kristen Cavallari needs that. <laughs> Like, yeah. and then there's, yeah, it was, I, I just, sorry, I took it a was drink. just so bizarre. It was, it was so weird. I'm like, this is not stuff we need to talk about at the club. Like, this is where, like, I need weed and I need, and I don't, like, I haven't, I haven't done anything. I'm a good child. Um, <laughs> this is where you would need everything. I need ecstasy. I need weed. <laughs> I need some Coke. So, like understand what the heck is going on here because this shit is bizarre um and then um yeah and then Adriana and Ryan Adriana and Ryan get into some argument over Brody because I think they went bowling and it semi seems like Brody was flirting with with Audrina and Ryan was like a little pissed about it or something. He'd be all right. But then Brody and Kristen go home and they hook up, but they're both like, I kind of like the situation. I like being single. I don't really want a relationship right now. So they agree to be friends with benefits. Um, but while all of that's happened, Christine, uh, Christina, who's that? Kristen, Audrina, Lowe, Holly, and Stephanie um, all have this meeting at Kristen's house they're at Kristen's house right or Adrena's so, yeah. house they're at Adrena or Kristen's house but before that uh Holly and Stephanie like had met made up and they kind of talk about what's going on with Spencer and Heidi rewind rewind there's a huge thing I'm skipping kind of because 
Heidi goes and meets Stephanie. Mm -mm. Heidi goes and meets. What are these babies' names? This is where everything starts to escape me. Um, not low. Audrina and Kristen for lunch and trying to kind of be like, hey, like, don't you notice that Spencer is acting a little weird? Like, don't you think that that he should apologize to to Audrina for the way he acted at the club? And she's like, why should he? Why should she have he have to apologize to her? Look, every now and then, like people you know, he's under a lot of stress and sometimes men like lose their temper and she's making all these excuses for him. And then she kind of just says, and this is why I stopped talking to all of you. Like, okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, well, and then like Kristen and Audrina- It wasn't like, that nobody didn't want to be friends with you anymore. Yeah, like Kristen and Audrina were like, okay. <laughs> like, like, all right. Um, so anyway, sorry, fast forward um stephanie and holly end up having lunch and they are discussing you know what's been going on with stephanie and spencer i mean with uh heidi and spencer and stephanie seems to be like like it's not just all spencer and holly is like it's not Mm -hmm. just all heidi which fair enough that's their sibling they're gonna stick up for their for their blood uh they're both crazy that i would have just been in the peanut calorie they're both idiots um so anyway they end up having a powwow at uh Audrina or Kristen's apartment to say like they basically decided to kind of cut them out of their lives for good and it's sad because because you can tell that Stephanie's really hurting and that Holly's really hurting no matter if you think it's like scripted or not which that was actually probably again one of those few authentic nuggets to see yeah I mean to sit down and film it obviously I'm sure MTV wanted to capture that but genuinely they both had a lot of strain in their relationships I mean Stephanie still has issues with Spencer to this Mm -hmm. day um and I mean Holly I'm sure her relationship with Heidi was really never the same yeah I think so I think that was genuine the fact that they guys that they made that decision that they kind of just needed to distance themselves and whatever happened happened I think too that when it comes to that I think it's um I think they're okay now because I think I saw photos of Heidi at Holly's wedding so they're I think they're in a better place yeah I think they're in a better place but I'm I would guess that they probably never got back to where they were before yeah. Yeah. all this ever happened. Same. Um, and then we meet, so Brody starts dating a new person who is Lowe's, like, I don't think there's sorority sisters in, like, they went to the same school, because I think Lowe graduated from, like, UCLA, but they're both in the same sorority. Yeah, they just didn't know mentioned. each other. Different yeah. Schools, different times, I guess. And her name is Michaela, and it's not really, he kind of breaks it to Kristen, like, yeah, you know, maybe I've been dating around, because, you know, you've been dating around. I'm like, ready? Whatever. Um, She's cute, though. Like, Michaela just, Michaela was cute. I think she was newer to to LA as a whole, so, like, she was just trying to get her footing, and it was kind of like, I don't know if she's a past actress. I've looked her up. I can't find anything on her. I found her Twitter, which was private. Uh-huh. And that was all I found. Oh, okay. Um, because I was looking her up out of curiosity. Like, she definitely seemed 
very normal. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking her up, I found some article that was like, oh, uh, it seems like they were just trying to replace Lauren and they brought this girl in. And like this article was going on and on about how they felt like Lauren and Mackenzie and Michaela kind of looked similar and, and they had this like similar kind of vibe. And I'm like, I don't really see it, but okay. Um, yeah, I don't see that either. I think, I think, yeah. no, no, I don't think they look like, I think they're both pretty. I think they kind of have a very, Michaela definitely has more of a wholesome, she just didn't fit in with a group. Like it was, she had more of a, of a wholesome, probably not one. I don't know. I don't see the, I don't see it though. Um, I don't see it either, but I, I agree. I think they both kind of had that like wholesome, like nice girl kind of vibe. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know why somebody felt like they were trying to make her the new Lauren. That's kind of a reach but okay (laughs) um and yes so they um and then Lo. so stephanie expresses that she is ready to start dating again rest of us were like not really she (laughs) she says that she's ready to start dating again so Lo fixes her up with one of her boyfriend's friends named Max, who's a lacrosse player. She doesn't know what lacrosse is, but I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, But he's athletic, so that's good. He's, you know, he's kind of cute. He's whatever. I don't know. I didn't have any feelings when I saw him. I was just like, that's Max. Um, But then she worries that, like, she has all this stuff with her brother, and then that she has like a DUI and he's going to be worried about like, you know, why don't you drink? Which I never knew that that was an issue, but I, mm, I take that back because there was a time when I was training for a half marathon that I wasn't drinking and, and then like some other stuff was going on. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to drink right now. And then we would go to happy hour and I would just get like a sparkling soda or whatever. And then people were like, well, people, a particular person was like, you're not going to drink. You're not going to have any alcohol. And I was like, no why i grown (laughs) right i mean i totally get it like i feel like i was reading articles where people were sharing their opinions as this episode aired and they were like why is stephanie worried about all this why is she worried that he's gonna start asking her why she's not drinking blah 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 and i like i got it as somebody who doesn't drink Mm -hmm. not because i you know had any trouble in my past i just for whatever reason, like my friends and I weren't the cool kids in high school that were getting invited to the parties where they were underage drinking. Right. And I don't even know that there were a whole lot of those going on when I was in high school. I'm sure there were, but like we weren't going to those parties. My friends and I didn't drink. We didn't get yeah. caught up in that. And then when my best friend at the time turned 21, we were actually going out that night and we were not planning to drink because none of us had any interest and going out and getting drunk. And he was the first one of us to turn 21. Yeah. And my aunt's husband actually said to him, wait a second, today's your 21st birthday. Why aren't you out at the bar? And he's like, well, I actually didn't go and get my new license. Like, I don't know how it is in other States, but in Maryland, there are bars that won't serve you if you haven't gotten your 21 license yet. They can't just read the license. I mean, for some reason that they, for some reason they won't, because in Maryland, I don't know if it's like this in other states, but your license was, it 
was vertical. Yeah. yeah. It was vertical and it has this big red box around it that says like under 21 or something. Oh, dang. And then when you turn 21, you were supposed to go get your new license that was a horizontal it was like your full license yeah and there were there are some bars that wouldn't serve you unless you had that and my friend was like I didn't go and get my new license today and my aunt's husband is like why and he's like why well, I had to work and he's like I would have taken off work just so I could go and get the new license so I could go out and drink. Well, that's also coming from my aunt's husband who is, I'm sorry, an alcoholic. But like, he was criticized at this party at my father's yeah. house. Oh, actually it was like this time that year because it was my dad's birthday. We're at my dad's birthday party and they're criticizing him because he has no interest in going out and getting drunk. So I totally get it. Yeah. I get where Stephanie's concerns coming from because when you are, 23 I think she was like she's of legal drinking age to go out at night and you're going out to a club or you're going to a restaurant and everybody else is ordering some sort of alcoholic beverage and she's like I'll have a coke or whatever it was she yeah. ordered you know I do think it kind of makes people wonder like oh why isn't she drinking to me I don't think it's a big deal because I choose not to drink but I get where she's coming from in a sense yeah. that most people are drinking and they're gonna think it's weird if you're not yeah well and that was that too because it's it's really interesting that being said and being brought up because there was another time that I think I had just taken my like my medication for like anxiety depression and so and then I was like oh crap I'm going to happy hour and I just thought well guess I won't be drinking tonight I'll just you know have food that was that I just kind of my my mind goes to worst case scenario is that if I have alcohol I don't drink alcohol often I think I had a cider yesterday for the first time after like four weeks, like of maybe four weeks of drinking or whenever my birthday was. So I don't drink often anyway. Um, but I was like, Oh God, if I drink so close to taking this medication, I might accidentally overdose. So I'm just not going to do it. I don't think that's the case. It's not like I took the medication with the wine, you know, or mm -hmm. with whatever, but nonetheless, I didn't want to be a statistic. So yeah. I just decided not to drink. And I didn't feel like sharing that information at the time of like, oh, I just took my, you know, antidepressants. Right. I don't want to drink. I just didn't order a drink. And I'm like, for me, I'm just like, if you don't want to drink, that's cool. And right. if you want to drink, be careful and have fun. Like, and don't drive. I just think like, maybe let that be a PSA to anybody. Like, don't ask. Like, I, I just don't even think you need to ask somebody why yeah. they're not drinking. Because to ask me that, like, do you really want me to explain to you why I don't drink? Just because, like, I never got caught up in it and I never thought it was necessary in my yeah. life. When I was young, I acted stupid enough when I was sober. I did enough <laughs> dumb things in my life that if I had added alcohol to it, who knows what would have happened. Right. I have literally had alcohol twice in my life and I've never once been drunk. So yes, I'm about to be 31 and I've never been drunk. It's so not like, I'm sure there are people that'd be like, Oh my God, like you haven't lived or something stupid, but like, no, I mean, it's not a big deal. Like other people, they think that's crazy, but that's it's their opinion. That's why I don't. Yeah. I think alcohol, like, alcohol culture is really weird. It's like, yeah. especially in the U S and maybe, I mean, I wouldn't even just say in the U.S. It's probably worldwide because it's a much younger drinking age in like the U.K. and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's so weird if you don't drink, everyone's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, right. "I just don't want to." Like, what's wrong with I you just, then? Why are you drinking? I mean, I started flipping the script. Like, I like right. when this person asked me about why, like, I'm not drinking. I said, "Well, why are you drinking?" 
Yeah, I would love to hear the answer. Like, why do you feel you need to drink then? Like, I'm not criticizing anybody's decision, but so if I'm not going to criticize your decision to drink, don't criticize my decision not to drink. And I think especially for somebody like Stephanie, you don't really want to get into your whole history. Like, for me, it's super simple. I just, I'm not interested. Yeah. But for Stephanie to be on a first date with somebody and then have to feel like she has to go into that whole thing, that's a lot to dump on somebody and be like, well, I've actually had substance abuse problems. I've done drugs. I, I've had issues with alcohol. I recently got a DUI. That's probably going to scare the dude off. Let's be right. real. Or anyway, like even if it wasn't him, if it was just like a friend like or somebody that you just met, like, yeah. It would be like, whoa, she, um, all right then, you know? I don't know. Can I handle that? Do I want that kind of baggage? I mean, yeah. So yeah, I totally understood like where she was coming from with that. And I do like that Lo was supportive of her and said like, you know, if he has a problem with it, then, you know, that's his problem, not yours, you know, so just go out and have fun and it's a new friend. Um, so they go out a couple of times. I, it doesn't really turn into anything, um, meanwhile, Audrina goes uh, to check out a band called Purple Melon at the Viper Room, and she uh, runs into Justin, and sorry, Ryan is on tour, and he, like, Ryan just does not want to hang out with these people. <laughs> no, Ryan is so <laughs> not interested in these other people. He's like, uh-uh, like, he can't, it's like he can't stand to be with them. Like, are they that? bad and allegedly intolerable and allegedly like ryan and brody had something going like had some beef going on and i that's right i don't know what it is but i'm like someone tell me (laughs) what was the beef googling this because that's one thing i did not go (laughs) into but i mean like i get that that if they had some sort of issue but like can't you be adults and put it in the past and of course brody is always in this circle because brody and kristen are close and Brody and Queen are close like you just you can't escape Brody because he's part of the cast right uh. well it's like Brody versus like the first article that comes up is like Brody versus Ryan Cabrera um and I can never spell his name right Cabrera I always spell it with two wires every time (laughs) yeah it just says that they had some issues in the past like, I need more details than this. I need to know exactly what happened. What were these issues, guys? Come on, somebody blab. I need yeah. to know. How bad was it? Was it ever a girl? Did Brody steal your girlfriend, Ryan? <laughs> I love how I'm putting it that way, but that's just because I feel like Brody's the playboy kind of type, and he would, like, probably <laughs> steal your girl. I he mean. would totally steal your girl. Um. <clears throat> I'm not saying anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. So, so yeah, so they're at the Viper room and he's in this band called something Stanley Ed Stanley. Something like that. Yeah. Something, something weird. And he's a drummer. He's a good drummer. They met up and everything was cool. It was fine. Yay. Meanwhile, Kristen and Stacy go on this manhunt to try to get over Brody. So they like go to Venice, which I feel like that's where you're going to run into like the Justin Bobbies. I'm not <laughs> saying that in a mean way. I'm saying that the Justin Bobbies are not Kristen's type. They tried yeah. it. It didn't work out. And I'm just, Venice is a different crowd. That's all I'm saying. Um, there's nothing wrong with Justin Bobby <laughs> until we get to this Costa Rica commercial. Uh, oh, God. Um, and so 
then Brody and Kristen are like they so Michaela starts to question things about Brody I guess she thinks that they're really dating I feel like Brody kind of led that on I see the whole plot with the Brody Kristen Michaela thing was really weird because I'm like what are you trying to get at like what are you trying to do with this it doesn't make any sense um Michaela is not a bad person Michaela is not the bad person in this and you can't make her the bad person in this she's just kind of like innocent and just kind of not I mean not dumb things don't go over her head but she's just kind of whatever she's working with Lo at Smashbox um as an intern because you know when you go in with your interview or for your interview you get hired right on the spot as an intern so that's nice i did um, have that happen once but okay usually well, usually doesn't work out that way <laughs> <laughs> but one day they're hanging out and michaela brings her new friend Allie lutz who is a girl from high school that Kristen knew and they hated each other and i think it was someone i don't think brody dated her no, but she had a party at his house and she said she had like left rings there or something and she had allegedly broken into the house and Allie denies all of it. Yeah. And she's denying everything. Kristen saying it happened and she's like, I was in the bed, sweetie. So yeah. she was apparently at the foot of Brody's bed saying like my rings, my rings. There's like something really crazy like I'm sorry but I believe that it happened I don't believe that Allie was innocent I think that Brody and Kristen are probably telling the truth and that Allie Lutz was maybe a little bit crazy back in the day I do believe I looked her up I think she's like a realtor now or something I can't remember but I think she's a realtor she's on Instagram but I'm sorry I do think that she broke into Brody's house she's a realtor at the agency which is the realist a uh, real estate firm that Mauricio from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills owns just want to put that out there. Interesting. Yeah, because her daughter, Farah, also works at the agency. And I saw her comment on one of Allie's posts. Nice. This is how the Bravo world and the MTV world, <laughs> world continue to collide. Um, and so basically, they're like now looking down at Michaela because she's hanging out with Allie Lutz. And I'm just like, y'all, <laughs> like, this is nice. This is a non-issue. This is a freaking non-issue. Um, so, Adriana uh, starts to get cold feet about Ryan and her relationship. And Ryan's like, I just think you're scared. I just think you're scared. Um, and kind of toward the end, kind of toward the end, they, Adriana gets upset because Ryan Cabrera dedicates on the way down to her at a music festival and she walks away crying <laughs> it was just so awkward i'm just i hate the writers of this season <laughs> because it's so stupid i was like that is not a reason to start crying it is wrong with you holy crap um, and then Allie picks a fight with Kristen, and Kristen was like, about that life. <laughs> like, she was like... Kristen loves to fight. She lives for this. <laughs> this is her drama on the show. This is how she brings it. This is how she shines. She was like, she was like, don't yell at me from another, from the other side of the room, sweetheart. Say it to my face. I'm like, girl, yes. Yes. You are about it. Yes. 
<laughs> and Brody sides with her on it. So um, eventually, so we get to, um, okay. I'm sorry, the way Wikipedia had this set up was like, also, Audrina breaks up with Ryan. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just throw it in there. So anyway, so the people, people, so Kristen, Lowe, Stephanie, Audrina, because they're all really good friends now, especially Stephanie and, and Kristen, who hated each other. I skipped over this because it's so not important. They were talking about the rumor at a restaurant and Stephanie was like, what's wrong with you? Have you been drinking? <laughs> like She's really trying to push this like dialogue. <laughs> Kristen it was just so weird it was weird and then it was weird how they just got over it and I'm like we had the sex tape rumor for two seasons like mm-hmm. there was a point that I was like Lauren I know you're hurt but I don't want to hear about Heidi and y'all's friendship no more like okay but they had like six seconds of this season where they were Drug rumor, I guess, because it didn't take off I don't know I can't recall seeing it any know what I did it was a blurb it was a. It didn't even make the cover. It was literally a blurb hmm. inside the cover. <laughs> I think I was just kind of going through it, and I gotta remember there was another scandal that happened, and I think it was in that issue. I'm not gonna talk about the scandal though, because then that's gonna give me a way of okay. Anyway, so I don't even think it took off. That's my whole point. So. Audrina, so they're all shopping together and somebody mentions like someone whose birthday is next and Audrina's like me and uh, they're like we should do something for your birthday we should plan something and so Kristen and Stephanie decide to plan Audrina's birthday together okay because <laughs> uh- <laughs> I, I mean you have to have parties for every single birthday because MTV needs needs content and Stephanie and Andrina, or I mean Stephanie and Kristen, are going to work together for this party. It's weird because they're now randomly friends. What? Okay. Oh so, God. <laughs> they decide to go to Marina Del Rey to celebrate and get on a boat. Um, Kristen meets up with Justin because they talk about Justin and Audrina like running into each other. And Kristen, I mean Audrina went to Justin's bike shop and they talked. And there were no wheels on the bike, but he fixed everything else or whatever. And <laughs> season sucked. Okay. The season sucked. That's why we go into side stories because the season was terrible. Um, <laughs> and it's only going to get worse. Um, and so they're like, yeah, you should probably tell Justin or tell Ryan because he's going to find out about it. And then he's going to be bad. And she was like, hey. Um, anyway, so then Kristen talks to Justin to invite him to, cause they're like, should we invite Justin? And they're like, well, if he does show up, I mean, if you do invite him, he won't show up. And if you don't invite him, he will show up. So let's just invite him. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then they were like, don't invite Ryan. And I was like, damn, cold world. So Audrina goes and meets up with Ryan and she breaks up with him. And he's like, I just think you're scared. I think you're just running away scared of something. And she's like, I just think we jumped into it and blah, 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 excuses. And then there's another run-in with Allie at the club. Um, and I think because Michaela comes in and Allie came and sat down and started talking whatever mess to, to Kristen. 
And then she leaves. And that's that. So they go to Costa Rica. So yeah, they're on the boat. It's fine. Whatever. Then they go to Costa Rica. And this is the 100th episode of The Hills. This is what they want to be the 100th episode. So they go to Costa Rica. (laughs) And because they just randomly plan a trip while they're on the boat for Adriana's birthday. And there's a screen, there's a shot, and you can't, if you're not paying attention to it, you know, it is what it is. And I would like to just say, I understand that people weren't really in their feelings about the Confederate flag, you know, maybe at this time. I don't think 2010 people were really like, we need to stop celebrating Confederate soldiers. But Justin Bobby broke my heart. He had on a hat. It was a Confederate flag. It had a, it had a, the, the eagle or something on it whatever comes with the confederate flag and i was like damn never noticed it before so that hurt it was in like the first when they were uh they were at the bar because at this point he walks behind audrina and he like grabs her butt <laughs> and audrina's like justin just grabbed my ass and stuff he's like what <laughs> so everybody oh my God. <laughs> so everybody is on this trip but low she has to work um and Brody is talking. They're all at the bar in the beginning, and Brody's talking, and he's like, you know, I love you, Kristen. You're like my little sister. And she's like, what? And this is where, like, this is where she slips back into season two or season one Laguna Beach, where she's always, like, complaining about Stephen and just complaining. Because she's, like, she's talking to Taylor and Stacy, and she was like, he said that, like, he loved me like his sister. Like, who wants to hear that? So she decides then to hook up with this guy named Will who works at the bar. And he has a, t- he has a lip ring. And she's making out with him. And she's like, I've never made out with a guy with a lip ring. I like it. Um, some cute moments, but no one cares. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the bartender, Will, he was not cute at all. Like, oh, my God. No, no. <laughs> No, no, no. It was just like the worst thing to throw in there. He was not cute. I'm not sorry, cute. Will. I'm yeah. sorry. Maybe he got cute over the last 10 years. I don't I know. hope you have, Will, but <laughs> we're not cute on the show. I'm really, really sorry. He was I fine. just feel like MTV pushed that to create some extra drama for Kristen and Brody. I don't think you were Kristen's first pick. I'm sorry. No, not at all. Um, and so Justin's like trying to get back with Audrina and this was funny. This is where I had to give it to her. Cause I was like, yes, girl. Yes. Queen. Even Stephanie looked a little shook. So, <laughs> so they're getting ready to leave and they're sitting on the bench and, um, or whatever they're sitting on to go back. And Justin is talking to Audrina and he was like, you know, she was like, did you like it here? She's like, yeah, it's cool. It's, you know, I feel like it's kind of more of a couple's vibe. And, or he mentions that it's more of a couple's vibe. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, would you, would you ever want to come back? And she's like, yeah, but not with you. And she takes a drink of water and stuff me and her mouth <laughs> wide open. <laughs> not like, with you, Justin. And I no. was like, good job, Audrina. Finally seeing the light. And he just looks around like, oh, and Andre was like, nothing else left to say. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that was her way to finally be like, look, world, I'm not involved with Justin Bobby. I'm over it. MTV's just been forcing it on me the past season and a half. Like, 
we're past it. Like, I don't like Justin. That was her big F you to MDB, and yeah. I stand. <laughs> like, I feel like she probably wrote that in herself. Like, like she-, she didn't want anybody to know. Like, she didn't want anybody to think she was still chasing Justin Bobby after all these years when this, season, when this series ended in, like, what, two more episodes? So, <laughs> come on now. She wanted, she wanted everybody to know she was not with him. Yes. Um, and so... And so then we see we're like at the the season the season finale before the season finale the finale before the season whatever um, we're almost done with this God forbidden show. <laughs> so Heidi's mom returns. She's talking to Holly um, because Holly flew her out, and they are talking about just kind of dealing with Heidi and how she feels like she lost a daughter, which really hurt my heart. Like that, I was like, oh, Miss Darlene, like. I feel so bad for you. And they were crazy. I think at this point, I don't know if they were on, what's that celebrity, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here or something Mm -hmm. like that. But this is like, I just remember in Heidi Spencer world, they went crazy. Like, like it just, you were like, okay, this is peak crazy on the hills. And then it got crazier. And then it was like, I don't even know anymore. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Um, Anyway, and so they're talking, you know, about that which is really sad and then Steph they're at the club and Brody has this friend that magically comes like a unicorn and he's this motocross guy named Josh and Stephanie's kind of attracted to him but you know to each his own um Stephanie's attracted to him and then Jordan not Jordan Josh is attracted to her and Brody's kind of just like you know be careful she's kind of she's got some issues like she's got some real issues but but didn't that he didn't mind that at all because he wanted to lock her to a car and like get her number and all this stuff and they decided to go on a date Kristen decides to tell Brody that she really does like him and she wants to give him another shot but um Brody's like well I am kind of talking to someone else who again is Avril Lavigne <laughs> like Brody you just jump from girl to girl to girl to girl what are you single for like a day he, well, he said that when they were talking to Lauren because it was he went from like Nicole to Kristen and then there was another girl and then I think like Lauren or something like that but he is a he's a serial monogamous I mean well think about his cell phone as Lauren was scrolling through it at the table that time oh and he's gosh. like gosh <laughs> and he, it's like Britney Canada whore and like yeah. all names and it's like oh my god Brody oh my god but you know what's sad though what's sad is if I didn't see Brody on because I didn't know who Brody Jenner was like I I don't I I don't know anything about the Jenners I don't know I didn't know anything about Caitlyn I I knew nothing so like they'd be like oh that's Brody Jenner I'd be like cool like (laughs) that's fine but he's really cute and so I feel like if he were to talk to me like I would have fell for it. I would have been like, here you go, have my number. <laughs> like, I mean, I would have given him my number, so I would have ended up in there alongside Britney Canada Whore. Whore, right, right. <laughs> I would have been after Britney Canada Whore, which I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> we go alphabetical life. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, and Kristen is just sad. Like, she is, she's sad. She's having lunch with Lo and she's trying to put on these fake tears about how she gave, you know, she put her heart out there and like her heart's broken because she really wanted to try again with Brody. Like girl, weren't you dating Jay at this time? I feel like you're dating Jay at this time. That's fine. Um, Was she? she? 
I don't, I don't know. Cause I know like they've dated some time and then they broke up and then they got back together. Yeah, they did. But I don't know if it was this time or not. Either way, girl. Okay. Your tears. So we get to the series finale and they kind of reflect on a lot of things and they're sitting around um talking and you can tell this is a very set up friendship because there's literally no chemistry side note Uh they did start dating in late 2010 her and joe boom so so they had to have met because this aired this aired july 6 2010 so i'm wondering if they met a little bit before that you don't just like wake up and like hey we're dating so yeah. like, that's be a meeting saying <laughs> if i can figure out what this is um yeah this looks like it was a, something that caught them something about them dating in september yeah this article was published that they were i guess spotted yeah they were spotted out and about in september of 2010 and the show was airing up until july 13th 2010 so I'm sure they had probably connected at some point while she was filming the show or before she started filming it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And then we'll get to this really terrible... See, this is where I connect with Game of Thrones fans because I've never seen Game of Thrones. I hear it reads yeah. like food. I hear it's like the Book of Judges, though, which means I need to go back and read the Book of Judges from like a non-religious point of view because Judges is scary. That's what I do remember from my Christian scriptures class at Baylor is that it's a, it's kind of, it's not as scary as Revelations that, cause that's, that's an acid trip of a, of a chapter, like the seven scrolls and the hell. I'm a terrible Catholic. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just know that oh, I would be seriously disappointed in my great grandmother. <laughs> Just know that Revelations is, is scary. I don't fully understand Revelations. Like I don't have this like this artistic and artistic I don't have this like scholarly view on it I just know that I started reading it and I was like you're high and I closed it and I was like the bible is over we're done (laughs) this is why I don't identify with my catholic upbringing because one like I don't agree with any of their views right two like I just I didn't study any of this I don't know anything about what it actually means to be catholic and my knowledge of the bible is very limited (laughs) it's a lot and to be fair a lot of pastors knowledge about the bible is also very limited so uh, it's true. <laughs> i mean you're not you're not so, i mean <laughs> i haven't been to a catholic mass in so long i used to go to the church that's like in my neighborhood where i live now but like i don't want to go there everybody hates that priest and he walks his cat on a leash so i just <laughs> he's just he's too weird I, I, just, I I don't connect with it. I just no, I don't connect with organized religion either, <laughs> which is a whole other story <laughs> in but, and of itself. I mean, I know what you're trying to get to the point. Like people were unhappy about how Game of Thrones ended. Just like Seinfeld yeah. ended in the like stupidest way possible. I've like, never seen Seinfeld. Never seen Seinfeld. Well, because it's the show you. about nothing. And I was like, well, then why am I watching this? <laughs> But it had, like, the most ridiculous ending. I mean, and after Game of Thrones, after Game of Thrones ended, like, one of the TMZ camera guys or something had gotten, what's his name, Michael Richards? They caught him out, and they were talking to him about, like, you know, how people didn't like how Seinfeld ended, and people didn't like how Game of Thrones ended. Well, I hate how The Hills ended. (laughs) 
so angry at it, this ending. So they're all sitting around at this restaurant or at somebody's house or whatever. And they're talking about like growing up and how like your mid twenties is like a mid twenty life crisis. And it's just really weird and forced. And it took me back to Laguna beach. Like, I guess it was as, as they were graduating, like uh, mm-hmm. second season, because it was Kristen and Alex and Jessica. And I don't know if anybody else was with them, but they were sitting at the table and they were predicting where everybody was going to be in however many yeah. years. Yeah. Like, that's the vibe that it reminded me of. That's what I thought, too. And I remember they, like, talked to Lo about Sky, and they were like, I, like, I really like him. We're gonna, I want us to get married and have little babies. And they were like, oh, my God. And Kristen's like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Like, the way she does it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so they're all talking about, like, and Adriana's like, I've never really just been happy. Like, I don't know what that's like. I just need to be single and to, and to find happiness. And I'm like, finally, after all this time, you've realized what you needed. Um, and so Kristen is kind of left to decide, like, what she's going to do with her life. And she decides that she wants to move to Europe. And Stacey's like, do you even know anyone in Europe? She's like, I know one person. One person. And so she talks to Brody and, or she tells Brody and Brody thinks that like he's moving, she's moving because of him. <laughs> Get off your high here, sir. Nobody's moving because of you. Um, and then her boyfriend wants her to move in with, Lowe's boyfriend, I'm sorry, wants, to, wants her to move in with him. And she's like, you know, if we move in together, I really want to take this next step. Like, I, I want to be engaged, which is fair. And then Stephanie and Josh make their relationship true. Like, not true. Make their relationship real. Uh, he asked her to be his girlfriend. She says yes. And it's just like, yay. I'm glad they wrote a happy ending for Stephanie because good God, the girl was going through it. Like, yeah. I know it was fake. I know that they probably broke up like a minute later. Like they parted ways and were like, peace out. But I'm so glad that it was just like, Stephanie has a, a great ending. So then Stephanie is seen talking at Audrina's house. She just moved into this place at Malibu. It's a really great view. They're by this like lifeguard forest station or whatever. And she's asking if they're going to go to Kristen's farewell party. Because Brody to that Brody's like he doesn't want to go Adrena is um says she doesn't want to go she kind of wants to stay away from the party scene which I mean that's exhausting so I understand she's like you know I'll, I'll connect with uh Kristen before she leaves they're all at the at Kristen's goodbye party and it's like a wonder if Kristen is gonna is if Brody's gonna show up to a shock of no one Brody shows up and <laughs> I feel that is the phrase of this series, like, like second season onward, like shock to no one. <laughs> Brody shows up and he, Kristen's so happy. You can see she's like overjoyed. The, the acting was really on point on this part until he says, you know, if I know that you were going to go halfway across the world, I would have thought about this relationship. Uh, I would have given a second thought to this relationship or something. And he was like, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go, which is kind of cute to see him beg like that. Like, I don't know if I would have gone to Europe. Yes, I would have. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I totally would have. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Remember when I was pissed about Lauren? <laughs> I totally would have. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And Kristen's like, that, that's all I ever wanted to hear. I just wanted to hear that. And then commercial, we come back and Stacy's there to see Kristen put her stuff in the car. They hug goodbye. Brody drives up and he's like, don't go. Please don't go. I'm not going to lie. Brody looked really cute begging. <laughs> but it's like he did the exact same thing when Lauren left for Paris. Right, 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 right. I mean, of course, it's, I, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's not a shit-tastic movie yeah. to pull. Yeah. I'm just saying he looks really cute pulling he's it. A, he looked really good. <laughs> and, and so they finally hug goodbye and he's standing there and she's in the car and they're playing the montage to the slow down version of Unwritten, which I have yet to find on YouTube on, I've heard a crappy version on YouTube. I can't find it on iTunes and I can't find it on Spotify and I'm pissed because I really like the slow, I like the official <laughs> version. I thought it was really cute. I think, and I'm going to say I did, but I think in real time there was, there was, some water that started to happen in the tear ducts, but didn't make it out of the eye. Like, I don't think I cried, but I think I got a little, aw, to it. I'm just saying. So, uh, so they're playing the montage of like everybody's first time or whatever. I can't remember if they did Spencer or Heidi. I feel like there, there wasn't because. Yeah, because at that point they were just gone. There was also a lawsuit that ended up being dropped We'll talk about that in a second. And so they were doing all their, their montage and stuff. And then the car stops. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. So the car stops. They pan back to Brody. The Hollywood sign scrolls back or the backdrop is removed and the lights and the cameras are out and the director says, that's a wrap. And then they like, it's like, you see the studio and that's in california and they like they hug each other and they're like let's go grab something to eat and the hell (laughs) (laughs) i just no 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 like i get what they were trying to say with that ending but it was just ridiculous yeah like like and then, so there was, so during a, during a, um, during a thing, uh, uh, I think a special, they had an alternative ending. The alternative ending was whenever, uh, that Lauren was going to be the one that he was in a relationship with. Yeah. And I was like. I remember seeing that. Wow. <laughs> like like i'm not saying this to be but for why 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 <laughs> so angry <laughs> so it was so stupid i like the revision i don't i don't think that would have been a good one but this wasn't a good one either it was just bad it was just a very terrible no good ending i'm pissed about it because it was just season six was what it should have happened was 5B in like some parts of season six should have been it. I don't know. They just should have done better. It was weak. It like it crashed and it burned and then it it blew up in flames and then it took more, it caught more things on fire. It was just bad. And that's why I think at the end of it, I'm not expecting 
I'm a little bit more excited about The Hills New Beginnings mm-hmm. than I was last week because I saw the clip of the trailer for um, for the new season where Audrina calls someone insane. I'm going to assume it's Spencer, but calls someone insane. I've been looking at um, Ashley Waller, Jason Waller's wife's like Instagram, and there's an a, a IGTV like video where they're talking about uh, how the cameras kind of took into like the journey of Jason being in recovery and how like his wife is helping him and stuff like that. So I thought that was cool. So I'm like, okay, I'm interested in the story. I still don't think it's going to last more than a season, but I feel like, I feel like the more that I see the cast posting, I'm like, okay, I'm interested more, but I'm not I'm still not excited, but I'm not, I'm not whatever about it. Like, I don't, I just, it's hard to get into it when you realize just how much like MTV kind of faked over the years. And it's just like, well, why are we going to watch the show that we know that so much of it wasn't real? And are you really going to push Aldrina and Justin again? Because I've had enough of that for a lifetime. Right. And I don't know. I've just never been interested in Heidi or Spencer. I Especially, like, with Brandon Lee and Misha Barton. Like, come on now. Well, and the thing is, is that apparently Misha Barton decided to, had signed on to be on the Hills because she was going to be able to explain, like, kind of the stuff that she'd been going through with, like, her mental health. Like, when she was, there's a video of her, like, yelling at a, yelling at nothing, like, on on a gate or something like that. And she was hallucinating. And so this was supposed to be kind of, one of the reasons why she agreed to do the show was because she was going to be able to kind of get into the story of what she's been going through since the OC, but apparently she doesn't really go into it. So it's kind of like, so then why are you on this show? Right. Because to me, it's like, you know, if that was why she went into it, if she was going to try and raise awareness for what she was going through and help other people, like that's one thing, but if she was just going to go onto it to try and like save her reputation like the reality is the girl didn't have she she hasn't had the career that I think everybody thought she was going to have I watched the OC she did a great job on the show I think everybody thought that she was really going to go places in her life then she was killed off on the OC Mm -hmm. I don't know what the hell she did after that like her life just kind of went in this downward spiral where so many things started happening and there was a lot of negative press and just she yeah. never had like she never bounced back from that she never had the level of fame that she had when she was on the oc and right. that's unfortunate that she wasn't able to come back from the things that had happened in her life and i think she probably saw this as an opportunity to turn things around but if she's not going to explain like what happened and try like i just think that she's using this as an opportunity to probably revive her career and maybe get back to where she was when she was on the oc yeah. Well, so I'm trying, I'm looking at her career because I, I got curious. I'm now. sure she was in other things. I just don't remember it. Like the OC was definitely the biggest thing that she was in. Yeah. I mean, she's been in some like, I don't, not low budget. She's been in some shrug type of shows. Like we, you know, eh. Uh, so she was in the OC. So there was a show called The Beautiful Life. That was supposed to be the show so that show was on. I remember CW. that. Yes. Yeah. 
it was supposed to be like a life about a model and i remember it being advertised i just never watched it and yeah and i don't think it lasted very long no it didn't so yeah she was apparently on dancing with the stars too yes i did hear that i never i've never watched dancing with the stars but i did i did see that in something like researching about the hills but i just the unfortunate thing is like she just didn't have the career that i think everybody thought she was going to have and yeah because she was trying to revive that yeah she was pushed to be the hot like the the new up-and-coming thing but there are so many i think of those type of actresses that were like supposed to be the up and coming and they just it just didn't happen for whatever reason um i will say that i don't know again i'm just i'm super curious here's another thing too so the fourth episode okay so the reason why spidey was essentially kicked off of the show he had threatened to kill a producer of the series um originally he was supposed to return after anger management and a six-week hiatus but his behavior later worsened causing him to completely be removed from the cast then heidi filed and then dropped false out uh, false charges against the hills creator adam Devello, claiming sexual harassment i remember all that now why the hell are y'all back like that that doesn't make sense like to to why are you why did why is mtv bringing them back why do they want to go back oh i know a paycheck because they don't have money because they're staying in spencer's parents uh beach house or second house or whatever it is i just think that you would think mtv wouldn't want to be involved with them like they dropped farah from teen mom like why are you gonna bring heidi and Spencer back when they gave you guys grief you know they finally kicked janelle off that took forever I, that was that took way too long for them to get rid of Janelle because oh, because David oh shot the dog in front of the kids. Yeah, and I was like, that's it. That's that. Like, like, there's he, a slew of reasons why these people should have been kicked off before. No, I I mean this is obviously we're talking about something totally different. But I just always thought Janelle should have been kicked off a long time ago, and she should have been forced to get a normal job like us regular folks, and not living off that MTV paycheck on the land exactly exactly and david needs to get a job too because all he's doing is living off of her paycheck and, and now no one shoes for a show that was paying his bills exactly well and now nobody nobody is uh nobody nobody will hire them like i mean look how crazy they are it's not like oh it's not like the younger 16 and pregnant stars where you know they were on 16 and pregnant but now they're probably working at whatever I mean, it's not even just that they were on 16 and pregnant, it's, or on Teen Mom, it's that they, it's how they've acted outside of, they've lost custody, custody of all their kids. Um, there's, they're not doing anything to try to get them back. Janelle goes off on anybody that says anything wrong, uh, you know, says anything negative about them. It's just insanity. And I don't, I'm not trying to go down that rabbit hole. I think MTV just needs to be careful who they align themselves with. I mean, I'm guessing they probably figured that Heidi and Spencer have been married for all these years. They have a kid, like maybe they're in a better place or something and they won't have the same issues that they had before. I don't know. But I just think it's, you have to be really careful who you're putting on TV and who's like crazy habits and whatnot you're supporting with this paycheck. Yeah, because it's, I mean... It was it, that MTV paycheck that was getting 
David Eason, all these guns and ammunition and all this stuff, like who knows what, it, you know, who knows what it, it's supplying for everybody else that's on an MTV reality show, you know, like, or like Ryan from Teen Mom OG, like, yeah, you know, I just, I think a lot of people are probably abusing this MTV money and I just think MTV needs to be careful about who they let back on television. Yeah. They choose to work with because in these cases, like, obviously they see, they let go of Heidi and Spencer seemingly very quickly, I guess, back Mm -hmm. in those days. But for somebody like Farah and somebody like Janelle, I feel like they drag those relationships out way longer than they should have. Because it's good TV. And that's the sad part. And like, my thing is that this is, this is also kind of, I could, uh, I don't know. Cause I think what happened was, what happened with, with, uh, I think like with Lauren and with Kristen, with Whitney, with Audrina, arguably is, is that they took the money that they got from the show and they did for the most part, everybody from the show did what they did non-illegal things or non-crazy things right. with their money, bought a house, invested in their company, like whatever, you know, whatever you do with your money. Um, they weren't going super crazy. They weren't, it wasn't a Spencer Heidi or now like a lot of the team moms type of thing. And I think, I don't know. I kind of feel like, I feel like if I were ever on a reality show, like that's what I would take the Lauren Conrad route. I would take the Kristen Cavallari route and like, I would just collect the paycheck, deal with right. stuff, but not go too crazy where it would ruin my reputation. Right. But also that would make me a very boring cast member because I'm not going to go crazy and start yelling at people in the club and talking to people about aliens and crystals. Like, that's weird. You know, I'm not going to start yelling at somebody because they asked where, you know, my wife was or whatever. Agreed. I mean, so, I think Lauren really went about it the right way and she she really used it as a way to advance her career because genuinely she would not be where she is now. I mean, she very well could have led a successful life, but would she have had multiple clothing lines? Like she had her own clothing line many years ago that unfortunately did not survive. Then she had paper crown, which doesn't exist anymore. I own one piece of clothing from paper crown. That was like her higher end line. She's Um. got her line for Kohl's. So, I mean, she never would have had a lot of those opportunities had she never been on Laguna beach, had she never been on the Hills. Right. And I think she just really viewed this strategically as this could be a great way to get where she wants in her career. And I think that's a smart way of looking at it. And just, you know, she didn't make herself ever look crazy and, I just think she really went about it the best way out of everybody. I mean, Whitney didn't do anything crazy either. So I think like her and Whitney were really smart about it. Yeah. I mean, most of them didn't do anything crazy. And, right. and but I just think and, with Kristen, there was just a lot of drama yeah. and a lot of, you know, arguing and then the drug accusations and just obviously we know that wasn't true, but just there was just a lot with Kristen. Yeah. Well, and I also think to, to, I think Kristen did a good thing when it came to this, the Hills season five, season six, her time on there. I think her reputation could have made, could have been really bad. What she did was she kind of took a step back and then she started telling like little nuggets of truth time after time, mm-hmm. you know, and then there were people in the industry that vouched for her as like, as like a good person. And then like, it was like, you saw her and then you didn't see her. 
and then you mm-hmm. saw her and then you didn't see her. And then now that with the return of the show, you're seeing the people that work for her. You see her in a husband light. She doesn't want her kids on TV, which I respect. And, and you see her doing stuff with her business, but you don't see a whole lot of her. And I think she did a really good job. I think people, I mean, if you're a hardcore, hardcore ride or die Laguna Beach Hills fan and you just hate Kristen, then that's on you. But I think, I think most people have come to the conclusion of liking both Lauren and and right. Kristen. She was also, I remember she was on Watch What Happens Live too. And she, she said mm-hmm. nothing but good things. She's never said anything super horrible about a cast member. She's told the truth and they may have not been truths that we wanted to hear necessarily, but I never, I remember watching something of her going, she's not that bad. And then I understood when she was talking about the hills and the bag and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, I'd be pissed too, you know, and hearing how she came into it the way that she came into it. I was like, okay, well that makes sense. So, um, I don't know though. I, I, the thing is if Heidi and Spencer are going to try to play up this thing, I think they really think that the Hills new beginnings is their show. I think they think it's, it's about them and everybody else is beneath them. And I think there's going to be conflicts with that, but where nobody wants to see a reemergence of Heidi and Spencer. Like nobody wants to see it. Like we just we don't want to. I just think it. they're full of themselves. I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah I sure. just think that they're so caught up in just everything, like the the fame that came along with being on the hills, and just now that it's coming back, like I just I have zero interest in watching Heidi and Spencer. Like if they just faded off I wouldn't mind yeah I never heard from them again yeah I just I don't know I just I don't know why MTV is bringing this back I don't it and again it's weird after all of the stuff that we've seen happen and all of the stuff that we've after all the stuff that they've said why in the heck are they bringing this back why like what is what's the point because now we know we know the truth we know what's going on we know um um so it's funny I almost sent you this when I saw it I don't remember whose Instagram this was on but I'm pretty sure is what it was on one of the siesta key girls Instagram Mm -hmm. and it was I don't know because then that means somebody had to have posted something to do with the hills. I don't remember exactly what it was, but someone had left a comment, not somebody famous, just like your average person. They mm-hmm. left a comment and said, "Like, Ew, what is MTV thinking? We don't want to watch the hills with these thirty-something-year-old people. They're old." And I'm like thinking, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, I'm thinking to like to myself, like, "You're not the target audience for this." Yeah. MTV- isn't necessarily trying to get 20 year olds to watch this Hills reboot. I'm sure MTV would love that, but I do think that MTV is counting on the original fans of the Hills to watch this for nostalgia reasons. Mm -hmm. Just like the same way I watch nineties Nickelodeon on teen Nick pretty much every night. That's what I fall asleep to. Yeah. 
Golden Girls. I watch Arthur for crying out loud. I like, love I'm Arthur. I'm 30 years old and I watch Arthur. Thank I, you. I love Arthur. <laughs> I mean, no shame for me. Yeah, for me, it's like, it's nostalgia. I love watching it. I love watching like Hey Arnold and all that stuff that I used to watch as a kid. Yeah. And I just think that MTV is counting on the fact that we are older now and we're kind of still curious what these people are up to. They're counting on all of us coming back and watching the show. Yeah. Whether or not that's going to happen, I have no clue. I don't really think it's going to get the ratings that it once got. Yeah. But to that person's comment, like, you're not the target audience yeah. for this little reboot, though. Like, well, and really you, not who they're after. If you notice when it comes to reality TV, just to kind of in general, that there's a, there's, it's, it's weird because when you look at the Real Housewives of like New York or all the Real Housewives franchises, these are people who are like what, late thirties, early forties upward. And we watch them on all the Bravo stuff. And then you have the young 20 somethings that, you know, it was like the Siesta key, what used to be Vanderpump rules. But in terms of like the 30 somethings, there's really not a lot of reality TV shows that are geared for that. I mean, I guess you could say Southern Charm, in a sense. And it's, but it's very few. Very, yeah. very few. Um, the thing with The Hills is that we liked seeing them trying to make it in LA and kind of like the drama that they would have trying to make it. And now it's just kind of like, they're rebooting that? Like, I don't, I mean... I think on one level, it was relatable for a lot of people. I mean, because they were my age and they went through similar problems with relationships and friends backstabbing you and things like that, going out to clubs every night and working at Fashion Magazine was not relatable when you live in the middle of nowhere, Maryland, and there's no such thing as a club here. <laughs> so yeah. There were aspects of it that weren't relatable, but these people were my age and it was easier to feel connected to them yeah but like i mean i still sit here and i watch siesta key even though i'm like these people are children compared to me i'm so old i might look like i'm their age because everybody just assumes i'm 18 but like <laughs> i'm so much older than these people yeah like it's just i don't know it's it's hard i i just wish i'm trying to see if they have any clips of like I want to watch like the first 10 minutes. I'm again, I'm, I'm curious because they're going to, um, what am I trying to say? I'm curious because they are going to have an interview style for the Hills. Like, like where they sit down in like a confessional? Like a talking head, if you will. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything, but apparently Natasha Bedingfield remixed the song Unwritten. So I guess oh. it's still going to be on the show. Oh, my oh God. it is. It's, it's, uh, she talks about recording a new version of Unwritten, which will debut at the MTV. Hi, did you hear that? Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. It just like blurred in my ear. So I don't know if you heard that. No. Oh, okay. It was just me. Okay, good. Good, 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 good. All right. I'm the only one that's scared. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's so Natasha Bedingfield's coming back with a new version of Unwritten. So I've got to go. Which doesn't surprise out. me because it was on the commercials. Like we talked about that. Like they well, were using. 
Ooh, sorry. Well, then, then my question is, why the heck are they not? Then, then why are they not allowing the like intro for the show? I mean, I guess because it's so many shows. But when I watch the city, every episode of the city has the 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 theme song. Like it doesn't. I know, that's annoying though, because you also you rewatched The Hills where on Hulu or something. I watched it on the MTV app. On MTV. And yeah. I watched it on Comcast On Demand, and it was the same thing. Like, the first episode of the season would have the intro. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. I don't even think it was all the time. Yeah. But then for every episode after that, it didn't. But I think, I don't know, to me, I felt like that was just because does everybody want to watch that whole intro every single yeah. time? That's that, too. But again, like, the city has it, so it's like... That's weird. Like, it would annoy me, though, to have to, like, listen to that every single time. That's true. I mean, at least with Netflix, like, when you're binge-watching a show, you can, like, skip the intro. Yeah. Right into it, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can, I can understand that aspect of it. Well, I don't know. I mean, it starts next week, and I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it live, because there's no point in doing all of this and being like, and I'm not gonna watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) I mean, I definitely wasn't gonna watch it until... We started talking about it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to watch it for the hell of it. I'm going to see what happens. But if we yeah. get right back into that Audrina and Justin Bobby are like flirting with each other and they might start dating or something. I, 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 I will just mute those scenes. But I, like I said, I just, I'm not here for Misha Barton or Brandon Lee or whatever. Like, I just, I don't know. I he just, might be a I little fire. To- he might be a little firecracker though. Like, I don't know what, I don't know how he connects with the group. I want them because to- he's friends with Brody. He is because there was a commercial that I'm pretty sure it was Brody saying like I've been friends with Brandon Lee for however many years I've known Brandon Lee like whatever it's Brody I'm pretty sure saying something about Brandon Lee. Hmm. So that's how it made that connection because Pamela Anderson's going to be on an episode because I they've finally started airing this commercial that's like specifically dedicated to Brandon. I'm like. Ugh. God, just stop. If you weren't on the original show, you shouldn't be on this reboot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Misha Martin and Brandon Lee, but you should not be on here. I, I'm i not interested in your life story. I mean, yeah. it might be interesting. It yeah. could be, but I just don't have high hopes. I don't have high hopes for any of this, to be honest. <laughs> I really don't. I just, okay. Well that's it like we've we've done every season of the hills i would say every episode but i think there is rightfully so some episodes we may have been like eh. i don't know i feel like we touched on every episode we touched on some aspect of every single episode and that's yeah. a lot of episodes guys it is it's a it's like 104 <laughs> because no i think it's like 102 because yeah it was 102 costa, yeah the costa rica episode and then, yeah like, then there were two more after that mm-hmm Oh my gosh. Well, okay. I know it won't be a two hour coverage. Not for this. <laughs> not for this because I refuse. I just refuse. I don't know. I want it to be decent. I'm following the people on Instagram. I want it to be good. God bless. You know, now I go we'll get We'll see it. how it turns out next Monday. Better get your snacks. I know. Get ready. I know. I'm glad it's airing on Monday because I have dance on Tuesday and I, Tuesday and Thursday, and I don't want to miss it. 
Well, I think they probably picked that because Teen Mom OG gets a lot of viewers and those people are just going to slide right on into the Hills New Beginnings. That's fair. I don't see people going, nope. <laughs> so, well, maybe not the first episode. Like if it's, it's like it's on, so we might as well. Right. Uh, there's nothing else on TV. I don't feel like going to bed. Let's just watch this. And that's exactly how it's going to happen. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah, for sure. They know what they're doing with that time slot. So I will guess I'll be watching it after I finish watching Team Mom OG next Monday. I haven't even watched the new Team Mom OG. I guess I should. But like, I just, hold on. So this concludes all of the hills. <laughs> I'm trying to prevent like a lot of editing so I just wanted to <laughs> I have so many of these episodes to like crank out like I, I can now do season three and four but like y'all and I'm so sorry about the delay on that it's just it's been so many like season three was 28 episodes and hell this isn't going to be any better like this is going to be a four-hour recap too <laughs> damn I tried really hard <laughs> It is what it is. So, you know, we're done with the hills. Next week starts the new beginnings. God, I hope it's better than what I expect. I really do. No disrespect to the cast. It's not Elle's fault. It's not. It's not. It's MTV's fault. It's like when they try to reboot TRL. Remember? Oh, God. I was like, you can't reboot TRL. The creative of Napster messed up TRL. The beginning of YouTube messed up TRL. You cannot. You can't. Mm -mm. that did not work at all it was so bad like you just i can't so oh god okay well next week it starts i'm gonna yeah just the recap will start (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna stop recording (laughs) well that is the end that's it we have discussed every episode of the hills maybe not in chronological order or maybe not each episode specifically but there's nothing that was left untouched i think we touched on every part of the series everything from lauren going into la down to you know what you did heidi you know what you did and I want to forgive you, and I want to forget you. And of course, truth in time tells all. So will the new beginnings live up to the iconic status of the original Hills? Who knows? The rest is still unwritten.